Welcome everyone, we are about to begin Be'ezus Hashem, Shalom Bayesh, Shir number 161. The previous Shir 160, we started talking about some emotional aspects of sexuality that are very important, the physical aspects as well. Uh, we're going to continue along those lines, and we're going to discuss some of the physical aspects of it, in that one needs to know that even if there are issues in the bedroom of the sexuality being an, an issue in pertaining to premature ejaculation on the man's side, dryness on the woman's side, uh, sensitivity to touch, and other aspects that may uh, seem um, sexually uncomfortable. And the reaction normally would be to remove oneself and isolate oneself and not connect. And that is uh, a mistake. It's very important. First of all, Baruch Hashem, these days there are many, many ways to enhance the sexual enjoyment in a, between a couple, even if these issues do exist, not to give up on, on each other, not to give up on the relationship, not to move away from each other because of misplaced shame or embarrassment of any way, shape, and form. The key in marriage is to turn towards each other, not away from each other. And uh, it, it, it's understandable that these types of sexual um, dysfunctions or, or, or uncomfortableness or awkwardness on whatever physical aspects there are that seem to be problems, though that's not a, it's not a healthy choice to avoid and to run away from it, but rather to go head on and deal with it because Baruch Hashem, these days, medically, there are many re- things that can be done to enhance and to um, encourage each other, to comfort each other, to be with each other and enjoy each other very, very much, even if some of these inherent um, um, you know, discomforts are there and work on making the most of it, work on making the best of it. And there's always a silver lining there. There's always going to be a Pesach there that will lead to real enjoyment physically and emotionally. And it's important for couples that have shied away from each other because of whether uh, uh, their, their body image, they don't feel good about themselves or about something in the sexual realm that they feel uncomfortable about or don't feel awkward about, to get back into the bedroom Work on it together, benachas with a hava, with an understanding, with a love, and um, sometimes something medically could be done to help, and you explore those options, both man and woman, whatever it is, and that's very important, and it's important. It's such a key in marriage to do that. It feels uncomfortable initially, but what people do is escape; they run away, and sometimes go to very unhealthy outlets. We are one of them, I, I don't want to just, you know, be too graphic about it, but the way basically both the man and the, and the wife use other outlets uh, for their frustrated sexuality instead of turning to each other is a real sad thing, and it does not have to be that way. And what happens very often, also the man has to know this because by nature, the way Hashem made their body, this is just the way it is, they usually... Uh, a climax and release their zera much quicker and after that they usually feel they're done 
they usually get very tired, and that's that's it, and they disengage, and that's it's over, and that's a big mistake, because right now he has to realize that it's time to engage and interact sexually to please his wife. That's what the mitzvah sign is all about. It's not a matter of just your own enjoyment. So you had your release. You had what, what you needed. Now you have to put in a lot of effort and do your best with a simcha, with a hava, to get her, uh, your wife to a point where what she wants and where she needs to be. And use a little lishma there. Even if right now you don't feel that sexual excitement anymore because you're already released and you did what you needed to do, here is where the mitzvah is. And here is where true simcha really is. To create the simcha for your wife and um, with, with, with the right foreplay beforehand, with the right afterplay afterwards, and do everything he needs to do to, 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 to please his wife. And this requires sometimes work, sometimes requires effort, sometimes requires to overcome your natural tiredness. Right now, you know, once you're, so to speak, done, you want to just roll over or go go to, you know, and uh, go go to sleep. And no, now is not the time. And uh, the same applies the other way around, that if it ever happens that she is done physically and he, and she could do something to make him more, um, you know, enjoying things. This is what chesed is. It sounds... Um, um, uh, you know, when someone says this, usually that it's chesed to do these things, or it's a hava, uh, you get cynical because you say, yeah, why, right, you know, because anything that is connected to a real amount of enjoyment, that there could be a, a selfishness there. You assume that it's bad. And then over here, it's not bad. It's good. This is what chesed is. This is what a hava is. To overcome Maybe there are selfish, selfish reasons why you wanted to be together in the first place. So be it. But the point is, is that you throw in the lishma now as well, that even if one of them already had their full satisfaction of whatever it is, they try to, they try to enhance each other and help each other to enjoy it as much as possible. Another thing what needs to be aware of that is if um, certain pain continues for a while, one needs to see certain doctors and um, and so on. So as an example, and this is I'm sure Kala teachers explain this to um, to to the Kalas, very often women in general experience pelvic pain that could cause issues with urination and sexual issues and discomfort. And especially initially, you know, wedding night and some time after that, there could be sharp pain and then some soreness, discomfort, which is all normal um, because very simply, in simple English, um, there are muscles, pelvic muscles, that were never used before and you're exercising it in ways that it was never used before. So ultimately, it's very, very normal to feel uncomfortableness and so on and so forth. And it and it's no reason to get scared. And usually the soreness goes away after a week, two weeks, or whatever. And it gets everything gets better and it becomes more pleasurable. But one needs to know in those early stages that if they still experience sharp pain or if the soreness does not go away, they go to a the one experience with the medical doctor and so on. And um, and there's no reason. The, the side of this is basically is, is that for those people who 
sex is uncomfortable physically. There are many ways, Baruch Hashem, in, to, to, to work through it. And if there's a medical issue, the medical issue could be, could be, could be worked with. If it's a physical issue, the, you know, if it's a, an emotional issue, that also could be worked with. There's so many things to work with. Where one does not have to suffer um, because of negative um, 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 feelings about sexuality because of painful physical experience or painful emotional experience. It does not have to be that way. And it's kedai to get help, and it's to get, um, and and to get, um, you know, um, whatever you need to do, to to get it to better. That's part of an issue of marriage, like working with any other aspect of marriage. It is very very important. And like we said last time, in last year, that um, the reason why there should be a focus on this is because a lot of the issues here spill into other aspects of marriage. And uh, if you take care of this aspect between each other, a lot of things in marriage will, Mantashem, get resolved. And um, so that's one thing important to know. Um, and, um, and that's one thing I wanted to say, that um, it is a special gift the guilt has to be removed. If you act like Erlich Eden, you, you basically, um, that guilt has to be removed. And again, on the woman's side, the, the physical discomfortness or after childbirth, sometimes there are issues of pain or it's not as enjoyable as before. There are physical remedies, tools, exercises, uh, practical, real solutions that could die to pursue to get to the point where you en- there's more enjoyment. Um, so there is, um, for women, there's PT, uh, there's something called the pelvic floor, and there's exercises that can be done to get that to a point where it could um, cause more enjoyment and more enhancement, and Skadai to research and do your best to try to improve that as much as possible. So, but there are Klal, again, we usually don't get into details, and it'll be very, um, you know, as... Um, Clear as possible, but uh, in a in a menschlicher way. Beteva, I'm talking generally speaking. Men, uh, the way they use it, the, the wording is men are like microwaves, and women are like crockpots when it comes to um, sexuality. Meaning that men basically they have a quick arousal and a quick release, and that's pretty much that. And it's very important for men to learn how to slow that process down. Um, for those who suffer from premature ejaculation and um, or sometimes release too early. And again, this you speak to doctors and, and just pe- healthy people. Don't go on the internet and, and read up stuff that you shouldn't be reading. Like we always said in the past, you don't watch porn to improve your sexual life. That's disaster. You speak to experts in the field that are Ehrlich. Ehrlich, I mean, whether even secular, there's Ehrlich secular and there's crazy secular. Ehrlich secular means that they study the science of it and they want to help marriages medically. They want to help them and they know what they're doing. Those are the people you go to or you, you, you um, ask advice on that where there are certain um, substances that could desensitize it somewhat, somewhat that could slow the process down 
uh, and slow the sensation where you could release later and cause, you know, let it prolong longer and so that your wife can enjoy it more and that you could ultimately enjoy it more. There are different things to be done and it's very important. So there's four stages generally. The first one is the excitement, the arousal, the foreplay. Uh, then comes the plateau. Plateau is the buildup as they're getting into it. And it's very important here is a key both for men and for women. And it makes no difference how long you're married, although it's normal when you're initially married. But if there's anxiety, you move it out of your head. You start not thinking about, am I going to be able to perform? And it, it shouldn't be a factor. You're together, full acceptance, push these thoughts out of your head. Don't worry about whether you're going to release, not release, have an orgasm, not have an orgasm. Makes no difference. You just build up by, by, by engaging with each other without thinking about results. And simply, then ultimately generally there's a peak, which is a release, and then there's a re- resolution, which means they go back and they go back to, to, to their initial state. That itself also, by the way, it sounds like it's downhill, it could create a tremendous emotional and physical feeling of taino, the resolution as- aspect of it too. This is another thing that people make mistake about sexuality, thinking that once they release either one of them or both of them, you know, and that's it. No, there's a certain glow and a certain warmth and a certain beauty in the resolution aspect of it as it's being winded down and their bodies calm down and they're with each other. That is a tremendously p- pleasurable and it's Kadai to, um, to explore. And so again, the man needs to know, because he usually is quicker in both releasing and his fulfillment, that he needs to prolong it as much as possible and be, learn to develop that patience. And the more you do that, the more your wife will enjoy it. And with each other, you, you learn, you talk, you, 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 again, from the right places, you do that. And again, for the woman also, very often, if um, as a kala or, or in general, when, when, she, when, um, when a woman has these gyne- gynecological exams and they, f- they have pain in that area when they're being examined, then you know that there is, um, they maybe have issues of pain experienced during intimacy. And that's where you go to these women PTs or public uh, pu- uh, um, pelvic floor specialists or whatever it is that there are ways very simply with certain exercises and certain simple tools of that you don't have to suffer that way to wait to enhance the experience and that's very very important as well as far as using sexual toys and those type of things which we're not going to get graphic about here we're not going to get into detail over here um, so the one thing we'll, we'll say is that whatever these toys are, if there's two types, there's some that are penetrating and some are not. The ones that are penetrating toys, um, be extremely careful. Um, and um, sometimes it could actually be detrimental physically and, and whatever. I'm not going to discuss here, and I'm not sure if I'm going to discuss in any sheer about, in detail about those type of things, but certainly um, in, in certain instances it can um, um, be harmful physically, um, killing the sensation and so on and so forth. So you have to be very careful. 
But in general, going back to the main akuda of these last two shiurim, is as follows. You're an Erlech you're B'nai Taira, this Kedusha. Again, we always said the sexual aspects has to be like a garden sealed off in a strong fence with strong Shmira Seinayim, strong Tznias, strong Erlechkeit. And it may seem strange to many of you listening to these two last shiurim. Isn't this contradicting that? All this talk about all this stuff isn't this uh, the opposite of what Sneas is about? Isn't this the opposite of what an Erlechiyid is supposed to be like? Isn't this the opposite of, of, the, shm, of, 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 of the Kedusha? Isn't this what we're talking in these two shiurim, Shmutz? The answer is Fakert. The opposite is true. It is the opposite of Shmutz. Everything in life used in the right way, at the right time, in the right place, with the right person, is good. Every mida, And the sexual aspects, again, you can look at two sides of it. The problems are mostly because it's used in the wrong direction, with the wrong people, with the wrong outlets. But with your own wife, and again, we talked about this a lot, you have to look at marriage as a whole picture, not just bedroom. That's, that's very true. So there can't be a hyper, hyper focus on sex that's not healthy either, even in a marriage between one person and one person. But at the same time, there needs to be a focus. And it's an important part of the focus. And that's an akuda ashirish in shalom bayis. Even when the drives are high, the drives are low, the age you're older, you're not older, you're into it, you're not into it, you don't have the time for it, I'm too busy, um, um, it's not, you know, or because of some other sexual uncomfortability or emotional uncomfortability, you don't want to connect, and you have to work very hard to connect this way. It's extremely important, no matter what, for Balabatim, for Rosh Hashivas, for all types of people in Klai Yisrael, from all cultures, this is a key, and it's very, very important. Have a wonderful day.